Hello, I'm Arthur Snell, and I want to tell you a little about a brand new series of my podcast, Doomsday Watch. When we launched Doomsday Watch, we wanted to look at the hidden threats to world stability that conventional media tends to ignore. We couldn't have known that within a year, Vladimir Putin would shock the world by blundering into the bloodiest conflict in Europe since the Second World War. Nor that Ukraine's heroic resistance would humiliate the Russian despot in front of the entire world. So we wanted to explore how the Ukraine war happened, what it means, and how it might end. In our new series, we attempt the first draft of history on a war that's reshaping the world. We're going to tell the story as it happened, from its roots in the darkest recesses of Russian history, through Putin's paranoid imaginings, to the atrocities of Mariupol and the courage of everyday Ukrainians. It's a complex story, and we still don't know how it will end. But we're going to try to tell it, in weekly episodes, every Wednesday. Here's a taster of the first edition, which is out now on all podcast platforms. There are links in the show notes. This is Doomsday Watch, The Ukraine War. Episode 1, The Eve of the War. Подальше, чтобы тишина была, спокойствие, чтобы дитина выросла в мире. На сирена, сирена завыла. Да, уже... уже все дергаются. Сердце тёпкое. For many people, this fight is a fight between good and evil. So right now Ukrainians are fighting not because they are afraid they are Ukrainians but many people see that this is the only right thing to do in their lives the way how Ukrainians behave it reveals the best qualities of the human nature it's about the protecting the the, the very nature of man probably seen the videos. Handheld camera, wobbly image, mud-filled trench, soldiers in dull khaki, a dusting of snow and the rattle of gunfire. Towns, if there are any, in ruins, roofs cratered, windows are empty spaces. We're culturally conditioned to think World War I or Stalingrad, but the trenches aren't deep enough. The tones are not sepia, the uniforms are greener, and sometimes the weapons are newer. The knowledge that there is a war being fought here in Europe, in trenches, men charging machine gun posts as artillery rounds fly overhead. This may be the most obvious thing in the world, but it is still somehow unbelievable. Yet, believe it, we must. Мною принято решение о проведении специальной военной операции и приведет вас к таким последствиям, с которыми вы в своей истории еще никогда не сталкивались. A year ago, 
Vladimir Putin decided to show that he was no longer bluffing, that he was deadly serious when he said that Ukraine was not a real country, when he said that NATO and EU expansion had gone too far. His war was meant to take a few days. The decadent, corrupt Ukrainian leadership would flee to the West or be captured and executed. The decadent, corrupt West would wave their arms around and complain whilst doing essentially nothing. And Putin would be a totemic figure in Russian history, on a par with Peter the Great and Joseph Stalin, uniting Russia and Ukraine in glorious victory. A year later, how different things must look from the end of Putin's enormous table. Perhaps 200,000 Russian soldiers dead and injured, more than in every war they've fought since 1945. Probably 100,000 Ukrainian civilian and military casualties. Russia's reputation for military prowess in tatters, increasingly reliant on conscripts and convict mercenaries. Ukraine is now a byword for heroism, resilience and ingenuity. Russia is more isolated than it has ever been. How does Putin feel when he thinks of this first year of his war? Imagine him, alone in the labyrinthine Kremlin, the bell tolling in the Tower of Ivan the Great. Does he send to ask for whom the bell tolls? Well, Vladimir Vladimirovich, it tolls for thee. I'm Arthur Snell. This is Doomsday Watch, the Ukraine War 2023.